We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That's what I'm talking about. And yes, like every one of you listening right now, I wish that it had happened at 2 o'clock today. I wish Devin was awake when it happened last night. And I waited and I waited and I waited to hear and see my main man, mm. who appropriately today is rocking the uh, official exclusive I'm a Loser sweatshirt, which I just found out you could buy online right now. Uh, I tweeted out the website for that because the Brooklyn Nets... Gave up. The Brooklyn Nets succumbed to the wants and wishes of a bunch of prima donna ball players, and now their highest paid player is Ben Simmons. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, kid? What do you people want from me today? <laughs> He's gone. There's nothing we I can mean, do. I mean, do you want blood? Do you oh, want tears? Yes, we do. What the hell do you people want? Well, you tell me. Why don't you just you give want? us your, uh, uh, listen, I told you yesterday what you seem to already know. I already knew this. That Kevin Durant had played his last and, game as an ad. And give me some credit. I yeah. tweeted out basically the exact trade 24 hours ago. Uh, yes, you did. You to a T, I missed one first round pick. Yeah. Well, here we are. A brave new world. Yeah. As Kevin Durant gets his uh, wish from this past summer, he's now a Phoenix son. Kyrie Irving is happy as a clam in Dallas where they win over the Clippers last night. He had 24 points. The Lakers do a three-way trade. They've got gotten better. The New York Knicks acquired Josh Hart. All right, that makes Jalen Brunson happy as their old friends from their college days. And the Brooklyn Nets, to be fair, are not the worst team in basketball for those of you that recognize uh, that Kevin Durant's the best player in basketball, to be clear, as a basketball fan, the tank isn't empty. They just can't win a it's title. Not, it's not even important today. Right. There'll be a day in which I can, and maybe it's later today. I don't know. I'm go, planning on going to the game tonight because I'm a schmuck. Maybe there's a time where you look at the wreckage, you look at the damage, you analyze and say, all right, things aren't that bad. But here's the reality for any net fan that wants to spin things. We... We're a disaster. Yes. We had a super team, and you can blame Kyrie. You can play Mayor Adams. You can blame Joe Sy. Pick whoever you want to blame. I don't care who to blame. Here's what I know. We won one bleeping round of the playoffs. That's it. We are the joke of the league. 
with a joke for every Nick fan, and you have a right to laugh and celebrate. God bless you know this is what fandom is. Point at us, laugh at us, mock us, do your thing. This is a top five Nick moment in the last 15 years, and I understand that and I respect that. This is a Mount Rushmore moment for the Nick fan, probably in your entire history, and I respect that. But the reality is, I can't get over the high from June of 2019 to this low. We had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's had, my guy! There you go. We had James <laughs> Harden join them, oh. and within a year, all three of them are gone. And so you could talk to me all you want about the draft picks they got back and Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson and Cam Thomas is still here and Nick Claxton's still here. And trust me, I'll get there. I've seen darker situations, Craig. But the fact that this crew, bro, won nothing? Craig, they won nothing! Absolutely nothing. I didn't even go to the finals. I didn't even go to the conference finals. I got one Round of victory. I got the same results I got from Darren Williams. The same results I got from Kevin Garnett. Like, what? And so, it is actually, it is the biggest debacle in the history of the NBA from a standpoint of collection of absolute talent. There was a moment there, a short moment, where the Brooklyn Nets had three of the top ten players in the league. They didn't play a lot of games together, unfortunately, for Brooklyn Nets fans. And how quickly it went from, we are the beasts of the East, we have the and, best and, shot to go to uh, an NBA championship, to having none of them left. And it doesn't matter the why. Like, I'm seeing a lot of debates on, had this happen? why this happen? Who to blame? Here's all I know as I sit here next to you and your smug face. I love it. it I can't get enough it, of this. It collapsed, and it didn't work. And I'll one-up your statement. In all of sports, forget the NBA. In sure. all of sports. There's probably a Yankee team in there that had talent. We thought that was unbeatable offensively, but yeah, sure. All of sports. <laughs> and that's the indignity and the embarrassment we all have to live with. That scarlet Not all letter us, that's you on guys. us. Now, well, we don't have to live with it. We're I'm, loving it. I'm talking to my fellow Net fan. All right, because 19 day, of you. Because here's what just 30, happened. 30 seconds. In the, 30 last, seconds. in the last 24 hours, and really, to be fair, the last four days... All those uh, front-running weasel Net fans who claimed, oh, I've always been a Net fan. Oh, it's about the borough. Oh, it's about you know my love for Brooklyn. I never liked the Knicks. They're all gone. So the real fans like you and Keith and Jerry Recco totally respect the fandom. It's real. It'll outdate everyone currently on the team. But for all you front-runners who decided to turn your backs on the New York Knicks, and I get why we've been a joke for a quarter century. I get it. Where are you now? You're men and women without a home, without a team. And know this, at least you still have Ben Simmons. This is, don't bring him up. Your version of Eddie Curry. At least you That is your I, guy. I prefer to think about Woo! Cam Thomas and Nick Claxton and Michael Bridges. Yeah. I prefer to think about that. I bet you do. Not the albatross known as Ben Simmons. And I said this earlier uh -huh. on Twitter. Jay Crowder deserves a highlight video more than Ben Simmons does. Jay Crowder, who's not played a game this year. It's kind of like the John Wall situation. There's just an agreement he wasn't going to play. I couldn't tell if he's in shape or not. Doesn't matter. He has already been uh, offloaded, I think, to Milwaukee yes. for five second-round picks. Well, that's not true. It's only three second-round picks because the owner of the Brooklyn Nets is now only concerned about saving on his tax bill. And while that won't be called out by many, because who cares, I and I respect five. that. Five, I no, it's I not because the owner, again, wants to save on 
on his tax bill. So instead of taking back a salary like a Serge Ibaka, a Jordan Nawawa, he said, I'll ship them to Indiana and I'll give them a few of my five second round picks because Joe Sy's concern, he has no problem taking my money. And he'll do it every year because I'm a schmuck. And no problem taking other people's money. Yeah. But Joe Sy would rather save on the tax bill. $100 million. That's the reality. Right. So the reason why the Nets have three second-round picks instead of five, again, no one cares, but I want this to be known, sure. is because the billionaire owner is more concerned about yeah. saving on his tax bill than trying to rebuild this mess. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Now, the uh, trade deadline uh, is at 3 o'clock today, so less than an hour to go. Obviously, there's not going to be any trade that's at the level of Kevin Durant going to Phoenix because of who Kevin Durant is. But uh, there will be some trades. Uh, the Knicks are rumored to still be talking to some teams. We'll see if that plays out. Zach Levine, which could uh, be a big one. There is a rumor out there that the Knicks have been uh, discussing whether or not it started on their end or the other end, a Zach Levine-R.J. Barrett deal, uh, which I think most of us would do uh, considering how R.J.'s played since I, the contract. I have not heard R.J. Barrett. What I've heard is that three number one picks plus young assets like Obi Toppin and Quentin Grimes, All which right. is a lot, and that's an expensive package to give up. Now, Zach Levine is a scorer, and he's still relatively young. He does make a ton of money, and you've got injury concerns. But it would be Leon Rose taking these draft picks and saying, let's go for it. They used one of these protected first-round picks last night on a useful rotation player in Josh Hart. Yeah. But I don't think any Nick fan has envisioned using the first-round picks to get useful rotation players no. more to get the big Look, one. Look, getting Josh Hart's good for depth, for sure. No doubt. But Josh Hart doesn't change the Knicks from a six seed to a four seed. No. Uh, good player. Not knocking him. Good player. Good, you know, uh, 12, 15-minute-a-game kind of guy. But if the Knicks are going to try to pull off a trade that gives them a better shot of solidifying a playoff spot beyond, you know, being right on the, the bridge of 6, 7, 8, 9, uh, Josh Hart's not that guy. And you know what's funny? We're in a similar situation now. The Nets have a lot of first-round picks. The Knicks have a lot of first-round picks. And you got to ask yourself, what are you using them for? Right. Are you using them to eventually draft kids of your future, or are you using them to package for the next star? Because let's not be mistaken about this. Despite the massive failure that the Nets just had, the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets are going to always go star hunting. And you want to know why? Because that's how you win in the NBA. Sure. So as burned as the Nets are, let's not be naive about what's going to happen. So when you've got a lot of first-round picks, sure, you can use them, but the ultimate plan is to cash those chips in, like Cleveland did for Donovan Mitchell, like Atlanta did for Deontay Murray, like Phoenix did for my old now, guy. I will say this from a Nick perspective. If the New York Knicks trade, and I just saw the last rumor, it's closer to what you said than what I said, because well, I saw Barrett saying I may be off on that. If the Knicks trade three first-round draft picks and a player like Grimes, which I'm reading now, to get Levine, then I would have to ask Leon Rose the question, why didn't you just do the Donovan Mitchell Because Donovan's better. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And it's, I mean, that's six to one, half dozen of the other. And I would rather have Donovan Mitchell yeah. than Levine all day, every day. And it day. goes back to this. All right, you make so that trade. Right. Let me just finish that thought. It, the, to me, the New York Knicks are not trading three first-round draft picks and a kid like Grimes to get Levine when they said no to a couple of draft picks and uh, R.J. to get a much better player in Mitchell. So where does I'd that, be shocked if they did that. Where does that leave you? If you are now building around Jalen Brunson, who's been awesome this season, Zach Levine, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle. Are you a contender in the Eastern Conference? No. No. There are, there, are, there are three teams that, no matter what we do now, the New York Knicks are never going to get close to in the moment. 
and that's Philadelphia, Boston, and Milwaukee. Could you make an argument there are trades to be had possibly that at least gives you a chance to maybe compete with the next tier of teams? Maybe. But to me, the New York Knicks at best, and that's acquiring a legitimate scorer, uh, a five seed? Right, and also, I don't see them much better than that. The other thing is the Knicks have a lot of protected first-round picks. Are you trading protected first-round picks? Right. Or are you trading unprotected picks of your own? Because that's far different. Those two things are completely different in talking about what you're willing to give up. That being said, uh, we are witnessing, and sadly it's here in our own town. I'm glad as a Knicks fan, I know you're uh, upset if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. Uh, This might be the last day we ever talk Brooklyn Nets basketball for a long time now. Because the Brooklyn Nets blew up what should have been a team that made multiple runs to an NBA Finals, certainly Eastern Finals, if nothing else, and they didn't do any of it. And they will go down, I think you'd agree with me on this, Evan, Yes. in the history yes. of North American professional sports yes. as the most underachieving team yes. with championship talent on yes. it in any sport, yes. in any era yes. of all time. Yes, I may be biased. Because it is my own. Yeah. But you know what? You can never blame me for having Robert Titus. Because think about it. Yeah. I had You were planning a parade. I was never planning a parade. Remember, you were going to be drinking. You You told me right on Flatbush Avenue. It was all a hypothetical. (laughs) You were planning the parade. He's He's marrying us. That's... My God, and then he Jersey. couldn't wait to screw around on us yeah. and head to Phoenix to chase the girl he's you know yeah. wanted since 2011. I, mean, I, I should have empowered the guys uh, all day today to find all your douchey, arrogant comments about the great Kevin Durant and him and Kyrie and oh, when Joe Harris comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll say this to everybody listening. Oh, it's great. What a great I'll, day. I'll take it. I deserve it. Well, you got no choice. I'll take it. Uh, Here's the beauty of it. Because I would do the same to you, and I think it's only fair game. Yeah. I don't like your team. I've always been honest about that all my years here. You now finally don't like my team. We'll see if you care about them in a week. I'm done caring about them. (laughs) I think you will Monday night at Madison Square Garden. You know what would be interesting? You you put out a photograph uh, two nights ago. You went to the the Barclays. I forget who who they playing. Um, they were playing the Phoenix Suns. Suns right? Yeah, go figure. Right, I went on a scouting yeah, mission. You wanted Mikael Bridges after that game. You're like, I'll take that guy. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, actually. Um, no, but it'd be interesting now that listen, Durant wasn't going to play tonight anyway because he was hurt. But I mean, half empty tonight at, at tip. So. Late arriving crowd, so they, but not full. Is that they, fair? They ended up arriving. I got a lot of crap from some Net fans about this. The picture I put out was during the national anthem. A quarter and in the, the building pl- looked bad. The quarter, the place was packed after the first quarter. Right. So okay. I own that, and I put an updated picture yeah. out there. The one thing I'd warn you about, and I don't blame you for not caring or for anyone caring, but in 2019, when the Nets shockingly made the playoffs and they had this fun, young, exciting team, yeah. people were showing up. Like, oh, good, people good. were showing up in the building. Now, it wasn't what it was earlier this year where it sold out every night. And when they were in the playoffs against Philly, the building had a soul. The building had a loudness to it. So I agree with you that there have been a lot of front runners. There are a lot of people that want to just stand for Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. But there are net fans in this world. There may not be a lot of us, but I do think there will be people in that building. It is not going to be East Rutherford, New Jersey all over again. Because there are net fans. There are kids growing up in Brooklyn who are rooting for the team because the name of the front of the jersey, not the name on the back of the jersey. But you're right. Look, I'll be there. You know me. I'm a moron. I'm there forever. I'm a diehard fan through yeah. good and bad times. But I do think there will still be some people in that building rooting on a team that I got to tell you, they're right there with the Knicks. I'll see you in the playing tournament. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> listen, but we didn't have three of the greatest players on the planet all at the same time. They shunned us, all of them. And you sat there, as you should have, and mocked. Oh, they weren't afraid of New York. They just didn't want to play in your building. Mm. They wanted to play in my building, in my borough. And we sat here and we had to take it. We had no choice but to take it. And uh, like most things that uh, take place for teams that typically uh, don't know what they're doing. And now I have an owner who's, I mean, got to be now the worst owner in New York by far. And he's saving pennies right and now. And now he's saving $100 million by making trades to uh, get under the luxury tax number. Uh, yeah. We're back. We're back, well, Nick fans. I, I, We're back. One thing that has become By perfectly way, hey, clear. Do me a favor, Tommy. Uh, get me Mike Rappaport on the line. Get me Spike Lee on the line. Get me uh, Steve Sharip on the line. Uh, get me all the uh, former Sopranos cast members who now get identified by other shows they're working on, <laughs> which bothers every fan of the Sopranos like Michael Imperioli. Get them all on the phone. I want them all. Today is a day to rejoice because the New York Knicks again are kings of New York. So you'd agree with me this is a Mount Rushmore Knicks moment in their history? In their history? Yeah. I will say this. Last 10 years? It, it, it's right there next to Willis Reed. <laughs> it's right there. I, I do. Things that have no impact on the game itself. One thing that became clear, and I think you'll like this because I think it'll yeah. make you feel better. Kevin Durant never chose the Brooklyn Nets. I want to make that clear. Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant chose Kyrie. Kevin Durant chose Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And that has been made perfectly clear over the last 48 hours. He didn't pick me. He didn't pick Barclays Center. He didn't pick Sean Marks. He didn't pick the borough. He didn't even pick the city. He wanted to play with his friend. And through everything that happened over the last three and a half years, he sided with his friend until the bitter end when the Nets ultimately decided, we don't want to employ your friend anymore. And Kevin Durant decided... I didn't come here for you. I came here for him right. to get me out of here. I will say one and thing. And that has become crystal clear. I will say this about Kyrie Irving, who yesterday after uh, the Mavericks win a game, he made the point of saying it's great, it's great that uh, Kevin got out of there, and it would be awesome to be able to see him more now because we're both in the West. Mm. And I would just say memo to Kyrie, you could have seen him as much as you wanted. You were on the same team. Like, you're not going to see him more now. Yeah. You're not going to see him at all now. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Amazing. Kyrie Irving, and this reminds me of a famous line from the Cosby show, the sitcom, the show, when he said to Theo, oh son, God. I brought you into this world. I can take you out of this world. Yeah. Kyrie Irving brought the Nets into this world of relevance. He did. Yeah, he, did. he brought the Nets into the world of a super team, yeah. and he was absolutely the one that said, okay. Now you're done. He brought us in. He took well, us out. He felt mistreated. We'll get into what he meant by that coming up uh, momentarily because uh, he did explain it apparently. And uh, all your calls. going to be a fun day today for us Nick fans and for the nine of you out there that care about the Nets. It will not be fun for you. But if you have no interest in basketball, no interest in the Nets or the Knicks, it's still going to be fun watching Evan. Uh, watching <laughs> Evan uh, have to take the, the, the arrows today that are coming his way because he is the representative Net fan. With all due respect to uh, Jerry and Keith, he's been here longest. He is the guy most people look to as who's the net fan on the fan. It's this guy right here right. who is rocking the official exclusive I'm a loser sweatshirt. Well played today, sir, and I appreciate you taking over. And I plan on walking in a Barclays Center tonight and giving a standing ovation to my guy, Spencer Dinwiddie, because that's my bleeping goal. You can't say it again. Man, you can do a pie in my face when we win a title. 
Uh, I'll bring. I, I want you to bring them all back. Go back and check the archives all day. Any cocky, arrogant statement my man has made, uh, I want it replayed. It we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In case we haven't met, I'm Dino Colombo. I represent people hurt by a truck. It's what we do every day. I've seen truck accidents devastate families, but we can help. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. 877-337-6666. We are a half hour away from the trade deadline. Uh, the Knicks have been rumored to do some stuff. Uh, there's also some Fugazi Nick rumors out there with uh, Ballsack Sports and uh, what was the other side, Tommy? A uh, butt crack sports. Ah, uh, butt crack sports. Yeah, no they're joke. out there. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens over the next half hour or show. This makes me think the Mets are never going to win anything. By I'm not way, convinced of that. Later today, we're going to talk to a Met representative because you may have heard the story, and I, we've all seen it. Well, I've seen it. You've seen it. The Mets put together like a little uh, thirty second uh, video. That is going to air locally during the Super Bowl on Sunday to uh, try to get folks to buy some tickets. And I will say this because I'm usually very critical of this. I thought it was really good. No, it was very funny. I thought they did a good job it on it. It was actually. very well done. Yeah, a couple guys missing that you might thought would have been in it. But I think that's wow. based on where they live more than anything. Pete Alonzo, face of the team. Yeah, but Pete doesn't leave Florida. He does not. He wouldn't even leave Florida to star in a Super Bowl commercial? Uh, when he gets seven <laughs> years, uh, $250 million. Bucks, <laughs> that's what he'll yeah, do. Yeah, so come up to New York and he'll film a commercial. But I'm sorry to my fellow Met fans. We're never going to win a damn thing. I apologize. It's me. I'm a jinx. It's Robert's itis. We're, we're going to suck for eternity. Yeah, I well, apologize. I mean, listen. 
It's the way it goes. And I apologize to you, too. You're I'm a, a loser. Fan. We're, gonna, uh, we're never going to win a listen, damn listen, thing no, either. Stop, stop with I'm that sorry, crap. bro. Stop with that crap. Dude, Kevin Durant, James Harden, yeah. and Kyrie Irving were on the same team. Yeah. Were they not? Yes, they were. What'd they win, Craig? Uh, they barely even won a playoff series. Okay. I'm a loser. So don't uh, give me this. Oh, don't give me... Uh, what? Yeah. Here's, uh, here's your reality. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets traded Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant for Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikael Bridges, Ben Simmons, and Dorian Finney-Smith. And their GM keeps his job. Think about that for a minute. Well, the GM should keep his job. Yeah, sure. Don't, don't get me on this debate. That, that collection of talent ought to be traded for the talent they got back makes a lot of sense. No, well, you, first of all, you can't just leave out the first-round picks because it's convenient. And well, second no, of all, despite the uh, criticisms of Sean Marks, <laughs> I still trust him more to Why? rebuild this team because he did it without picks before. All right, well, listen. You got no choice now anyway. No, no. And by the way, you could represent a lot of Net fans who disagree with me on this. I'm just telling you, I saw him do it with no draft picks yeah. after the Billy King disaster. And that's one of the big differences between what happened after the Garnett-Pierce era and this era. They were left, Craig, with nothing. I think you have a separate nothing. problem. I think you have a separate problem that you didn't have then, if I may. The stigma of this? No, no. The stigma means nothing, right? Oh, okay. I think your problem is this. And you brought it up without getting to the next step of it, which I think you have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, your owner, multi-billionaire, who uh, has taken a beating with uh, the, where the majority of his wealth comes from, Alibaba, as you know, uh, has not done well the last few years stock-wise, right? And I don't pretend to be a stock I'm not. I don't own a single stock, so I'm not all that familiar with how you know all that, but I know it has not done well. We all know he's losing his shirt on the Barclays Arena, and that's documented in multiple printed articles about how Barclays is uh, is is... Like a sieve, money is pouring out, right. and they're not bringing revenue in. Right. All right. He also just made a move to save about a hundred million dollars in tax money on the salaries of the Nets. That means a guy that's looking to save a hundred million bucks, a guy that's losing money hand over fist now and owning the arena, is only going to do that for so long. In my opinion, there's a not going to be a huge financial commitment moving forward in the near future for the Nets by this owner. And number two, I believe that he is looking to sell the franchise. I don't mind the selling part. Great. Yeah, but Who's in the meantime, the Bezos? Let's I go. do not believe that you are looking at a salary anywhere close to where it's been. Well, I think he's going to no, go. No, because the only way now. you're going to have a luxury tax like that is to have multiple superstars on your team, right. which is not happening anytime soon. I think the run that the Nets had a chance at, which obviously failed miserably, is over for a very long time. Unless he sells it next year, and a new guy comes no, in no, and does, I, does what the guy in Phoenix, which, by the way, the dude in Phoenix, Ishkabibble, became the owner of the team yesterday, officially. He was done, obviously. Wednesday afternoon, he's the official owner. Wednesday night, he's got Kevin Durant. But that's not the way the NBA works. Like, the Knicks have the 21st highest payroll in basketball, and nobody would suggest James Dolan is cheap. No, of it's course It's the not. nature of the game. The only way you're going to have a super high payroll and a super high luxury tax is if you're employing max players. Max players are stars. So while I'm annoyed that he gave up second-round picks to save millions of dollars, that's far different than a willingness to pay a tax when you have a superstar on your team, yeah. which they no longer have. My only point to you is that they are equipped 
to fix this better than they were after the Garnett and Pierce era, and that's not up to debate. That's just a fact. They actually have young players, and they have draft picks, which they didn't have any of after that trade. So my point to Net fans or to you or anybody else is I trust Sean Marks to fix this more than anyone else. Now, I have gone. Because he's done it. I have gone to management here today behind your back. I want to be clear about it now. And I've asked him if we can uh, have our uh, creative uh, folks here that run the uh, short-lived store that we had here. Mm -hmm. All right. I've asked him to create a specialty jersey so that those of you who were, you know, Fugazi Net fans the last couple years who bought Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving jerseys, and I know a lot of them sold we're working on doing a jersey trade program. Oh, a jersey where, swap? Yeah, We've tried that before. We are going to do a jersey swap program where we give you a fan jersey and we take your Brooklyn Net jersey. Specifically, though, Kyrie and KD. Right. Nobody else. Can't trade your Cam Thomas jersey. No. So um, we're working on it, and I hope to be able to have an announcement of some sort somewhere by the end of the month. So, jokes aside, here's why you're so wrong about this. With all due respect. Yeah, of course. I don't believe, and this is actually a compliment to the Knicks, what I'm about to say, so don't take it the wrong way. I don't think there were that many bandwagon fans, bro. Oh, yes, there were. I disagree, and I'll tell you who they are. The fans that showed up were stands for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I think there are kids nowadays, and it happened when I was a kid, too, who root for players, and those were superstar players. I don't think there were very many, if at all, yeah. Nick fans who said, ooh, I want to root for the Nets. Oh, there, that I didn't know happen. Some. I know some. We I work with some. Ha- I, I don't, I don't want to say any names, but we work with some. I don't buy it. I don't. Walking around that arena, interacting with those on Twitter, and I uh-huh. think the Net fans would agree with me who've done this. Yeah. Those who jumped on the bandwagon were stands for the stars. They weren't former Nick fans. They're not going to the Knicks. They're going to go root for Kyrie in Dallas right. or Katie in Phoenix. And I think the proof of that is, look around. Over the last three and a half years, did you really sense that New York was changing when it came to the rooting interest? Not, not when it comes to the masses. Exactly. But I did see. Exactly. Uh, I though. did see some folks all of a sudden rocking uh, the black and white. I did see it. Matter of fact, I was going to call CP the franchise and go, "Are you still a Nick fan?" I want to make <laughs> don't sure. Don't do that. Don't do that. I want to make sure. You know, all of a sudden you got Harden, KD, and Kyrie. Young guys like that might uh, suddenly turn around and go, all right, why not? No way. I'll see what this is all about. No way. Turns out he's a Nick fan. <laughs> Turns out. I don't want to besmirch his good name, but I did I did, I did. did question it. Yeah. I asked some of these young kids today, like the wind blows. <laughs> so we are working on a jersey swap program. I'm just waiting for Spike to give me the green light on that. Here's uh, Greg and Piscataway on the fan. Greg, what's going on? Uh- Evan, Evan, it was such a bad day in Nets, uh, Nets fandom. It's not good. It's not good. Evan, I, I got one question. Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> you know where we're at? You know where we're at? That's my guy. You know where we're at? Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? I'll tell you where we're at. We're ahead of you in the standings, and that's probably not going to change. Relax, Tiger. Why? Relax. Just relax over there. Where, not where the Brooklyn day to be at? that guy. Where Brooklyn at? Yeah. We're the fifth seed. Yeah. You're the seventh seed. Today's not the day to be that guy. Evan. Hi there, everybody. Beating like a man. I'm gonna tell you. Next Monday at the Garden, biggest net Nick game in decades. I they better the win way, that game. The New York Knicks We're better. Hold on, hold on. Just be, yeah, just be careful. Ten games above 500. <laughs> that way, yeah. that's where we at. Here's the question: Are You gonna finish over 500? 
It's a great question. What do you got? Thirty some odd games left. They're thirty-two and twenty-two. So what does that end up to? So 54? Fifty-four. Fifty-four. So you got twenty-eight games to go. It's a great question. Right. But think about this, Craig. Let's say they go. They have twenty-four games left. Twenty-eight. That, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight games. Yeah. Let's say right? they go twelve and sixteen. Okay, they're, they're 32 and 22. Yeah. They've played 54. You got, yeah, 28 to go. So let's say they go 12 and 16. Okay. Right. Does that add up? Uh, that's reasonable. That's 44 wins. Yeah. Still over 500. Still ahead of you. Still uh, <laughs> in the real playoffs, not in the playing game. Yeah. What, what's the next record right now? 30 and 26. 30 and 26. Right so now, we the Nets, 56. Hang the on. The Nets are four ahead in the loss column, three overall. Uh, we're 30 and 26. That's 56 games. So we have 26 games to go. Let me be realistic. 26 games. The Knicks go 15 and 11. That gets you to 45. That gets me to 45. We beat you by a Let game. Let me ask you a serious question. Because I know this is where What's it's up? going. <laughs> right now, jokes aside, confidence yeah. aside. Because yeah. I'm going to take my jokes aside. Yes. Too. Who finishes with a better record? Knicks. You're confident about it? Yeah, that? I'm confident about it. Not by five games. Because you got us by four games right now. No, we have a four-game head start yeah. in the loss column. I think the New York Knicks, it's close. I Craig, think it comes down to the last couple Craig, of games. I'm going to tell you something. I mean this from my heart. Yeah. It's going to be tough to really evaluate what the Nets are because uh-huh. they also have about a half hour before the trade deadline. I think there is a better than 50-50 shot Go ahead. that we are staring into each other's eyes uh-huh. for the 7-8 playing game. I really do. I think it's on the table. I yeah. think it is so on the table. Because Absolutely. Atlanta, and I'll tell you what, that would invigorate... Uh, basketball in New York for, uh, for a three-day period. Yes. And the, pressure, the yes. pressure's off a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I would, the pressure, uh, listen, we always talk about the pressures on both teams, obviously, to advance, but there'd be more pressure on the Knicks. Oh, you think so? 100%. 100%. Yes, now. Well, because you guys we, have reclaimed the city. You guys are better, the, right? Uh, we wouldn't know where those games are yet, obviously, but. Yeah. Yeah, I would think there'd be more pressure on the Knicks. But I think that is... And we would then reclaim the throne, <laughs> and 33rd and 7th, it'd be bing-bong central, But, baby. Craig, what if this feisty, young, yeah. scrappy, yeah. underdog net team walks into Madison Square Garden and beats you in a playing well, game? Well, then I'll have to suck that up, won't I? Would you kind of feel weird about this celebration you're having? By the way, Evan... For the next 26 games, yes. you have to sit there and take it. I get if that. they do face off against one another, we can go back and forth, all the smack talk we both got. Well, and then you know, I tell you, I'll even do you one better. Yeah. If they if they play each other at the Garden, if that happened, yeah. and there's a game at the Garden, right? Chase Bridge with me! No. <laughs> I will actually do something I have never done. What's that? I will make the call. Oh. I will make the call. And I will even risk losing sleep, having to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I will sit next to you, oh. courtside, oh. for that game. Just to see my face. Uh, is that fair? <laughs> yeah, it's very right. fair. All right. I do think for the last three years, as much as I don't like the Knicks, my goal was a championship. Championship or bust. Now that the new Nets are here, my goal is simple. It's one goal, very simple goal. Be better than you. That's it. That's my new championship. Way, I respect my, that. Thank you. My new championship is beating the Knicks. Is chasing you guys down uh-huh. and beating you. Uh-huh. So you know what? what? I hope we fall into the playing tournament. <laughs> I hope we're in the seven eight game because there's nothing I want more than the looks on all your faces. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure you did want something more than that when you had Harden, Kyrie, and KD on the <sighs> squad. And you yelled and screamed, "We, he's married to us. Man, you could throw a pie in my face when we win a title. Oh, yeah. That's all, That's my guy. God, I say that's some... That's my guy. I say some stupid <laughs> things, don't I? I will say, in all seriousness... By the way, my mother bleeping 
God. Here's what I really want to know. Where were you when you found out? Was so, it this morning or was it last night? I woke up at 5 a.m. Oh, so you did not know when you went to bed? I did not. I oh, woke that's up. even at, better. You woke up to it. I woke up. your whole day. I woke up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And I checked my messages. And I saw 25 new messages. Quickly shut the phone off. Yeah. Didn't see the messages. And I knew. I said, okay, the Nets did something monstrous. So in my head, there were two thoughts. You had an immediate assumption, of course. We sold the farm for Pascal Siakam or we traded Durant. And I got to be brutally honest with you. As I walked and thought, as I was going to check Woj, because that's where I was going to go to get my news. Yeah, you could have called me. I was up. I was hoping it was Durant because I was so scared of selling the farm in a desperate attempt to keep him happy. And that would have annoyed me, genuinely. Yeah. So as I was checking my phone, I know this is twisted, I was hoping Durant was traded. I'm a loser. Isn't that crazy? And then I check it, and I I felt sick. But it was nothing compared to the feeling I had when we lost Jacob DeGrom, I swear to you. I I I was thinking about that because it's only a few months apart. I'll tell you why, because you you had convinced yourself it was happening anyway. Because remember yesterday I told you I got a text from a buddy of mine, and the, the report was not new to you, and I told you yesterday... Kevin Durant has played his last game as a net. And you turned around and said, I already knew that. Yeah. Right? I so, don't think that's the reason, though, Craig. I showed think, you my sources are immaculate. Yeah, I nailed the trade on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, if anyone's getting pats on the back today, it's me, not you. I mean, I said it officially. I don't know if it was that. I think it was that I had more of a connection to DeGrom and that sure. it was going to piss me off more to see him in another jersey. Yeah. And I also felt like the Durant thing became a non-choice. He didn't want to be here. What are you going to do? With DeGrom, I always felt, just give him the freaking money. He's yeah. gone. There's nothing we can do. So I, I'm sorry, Met fans, for bringing this up. That but was but DeGrom, right? But yeah. I lost my two guys in two months. Yeah. And I'm just telling you, Good side morning. by side, the DeGrom thing crushed me in a way that the Durant thing actually pales in comparison. I have to be honest. By the way, uh, one of my favorite DJs in the world is uh, DJ Mr. C, right? I think he has a show on Sirius, right? Uh, on uh, the LL Cool J channel. Anyway, he just sent me a note. He owns the rights to where Brooklyn at. <laughs> he uh, produced it, he mixed it, and he owns it. Uh, he doesn't get paid every time we play, so play it again. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? That's my guy right there. I'm curious to see if they were able to pull the Durant posters off the wall of Barclays that quickly. By 100%. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Dude, there was Durant everywhere. He's dead to them. No, but they they got it off already? Yes, he's dead to the franchise like he never existed before. There's only one photograph that I was told they are keeping up. Ben Simmons. No, actually, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mock you like that. I would, you know, I used to be close to the people over there. Yeah. I don't know any of the people over there now, but uh, one of my boys is a security guard over there, and there's a VIP entrance on the um, the mall side. Yeah, right? the Qatar Airways entrance. The Qatar <laughs> Airways uh, entrance. By the way, the Lakers have acquired Mo Bamba. Yeah, for Patrick in Beverly. A trade with uh, was it for Bev? Okay, there you go. Um. Anyway, so they do have one framed photograph that I guess they're leaving up. Durant's got check. it. Down two. Six seconds really? to go to overtime. Durant turns. Long two. Airballed it. Oh. Out of bounds with that point three. Yeah. You know what? That, is, there, is it a that, picture of that moment? No, it's not. That, that moment. I, that was my guess. It's that actually moment, a picture of his that toe moment, on the line. That moment and that game now, that's the killer. 
That's the killer. No joke. Do you know that they're selling uh, NFTs of that now? Yeah, I'm sure they to are. To try to make up the uh, luxury tax money? Like, literally, if yeah. Durant's foot <laughs> is a centimeter back or a centimeter smaller, they win the game. By changing the They entire... advance to the conference finals. That's right. And there's a chance it changes everything. But you know what? It was always going to end this way. Think about that for a minute. The Brooklyn Nets' entire uh, franchise, the direction of the franchise, the overall storyline, the success, the failures, can literally come down to an inch. If Kevin Durant's toe is an inch backwards, they win that game. Who knows if, obviously, they win a title. But they're now in the Eastern Conference so Finals. So tell me if I'm crazy. One inch. Tell me if I'm crazy. And Lugie would be the best one to answer this. I feel that exact same way about Game 7 against the Cardinals. That that one at bat. If Beltran. If he comes through and the Mets the Mets win the pennant, they probably win the World Series. They don't choke at 07. They don't choke at 08. Like in my brain, my warped brain as a Met fan, it, not only do they win the game in series, they become like a dynasty. It's like the butterfly effect, I yeah. think, right? That one thing yeah. changes and everything after that, including Beltron's legacy do with the agree? Mets. Do you agree with that, by the way? 110%. Okay. So I have this now with the Mets and it the Nets. the Brooklyn Nets butterfly effect. That's a very good point. Yeah. By the way, I apologize. My main guy, uh, DJ Mr. C, can also be heard from noon to one on our sister station, uh, The Block, 94.7. No, Do enough, you know, throwback. Uh, I got to go up there and sit in with him one day. If, assuming he does it from here, he may not. He may do it from the crib, but yeah. And he said, "Don't worry, I get paid. I get paid handsomely." Oh, very nice. For where Brooklyn at? You played as much as they you want. They play it at Barclays Center all the time. <laughs> By the way, the Rangers made a big trade today. Did you hear about that one? No, it's Vladimir not me. Tarasenko for a first round pick yeah, and yeah. a fourth round pick. Uh, Good you for know, them. What is what? When we, you and I first got together two and a half years ago, I did tell you I had really one rule. Yeah, what's that? And you could have said, no, I don't want to work with you. But you said, I accept that as a rule. Yeah, what was I've the rule? I've got some rules. What's your rule? You can't use a word you can't spell. And if you can't spell <laughs> it, you got to, you, the word's banned from your vocab for so three months. So what is it, Vladimir or Tarasenko? Uh, Tarasenko. All right, fact check me <laughs> Hold on Hold on, will you guys bring it up on your computers? Tarasenko. Okay, so I'm confident. My, my question is, oh, is it T-E-R it. or T-A-R? What's the guy's first name? Vladimir. Vladimir. Vladimir Tarasenko. Vladimir Is it T-E-R? Because I, got I have it. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm working working it this way. All right. I know that after the E-R-A-R, it's going to be easy. It's going to be A-S-E-N-K-O. Like, I'm confident. So the question is, is it Tarasenko or Tarasenko? Okay. And that's where I... I I'm iffy here, so I'm going to go A or E. A or E. Well, my name starts with an E. E. T-E-R-A-S-E-N-K-O. Final answer. Evan Roberts, you may never say his name again for the next Are three months. Are you kidding me? You should have gone with the A. It was an A. It's Tarasenko. Damn it. Yes. Uh, first name, Vladimir. His buddies call him Laddie. I just thought you'd be excited about the news since you're sporting a Rangers sweatshirt today. No, I'm really wearing this not because it's Rangers, but because it's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> it, this is like the freshest sweatshirt I've ever seen that's uh, hockey-related. Yeah. See, it's uh, Bugs Bunny here, and uh, this guy over here, Tasmanian that's Devil. Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, yeah. and they're uh, dressed up like they play for the Rangers. <laughs> so uh, my sister gave it to me. I go, I love that sweatshirt. Yeah. I'm rocking that. Yeah, I should have the guys at CNC just replicate this bad boy <laughs> and sell a bunch of those, right? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, it's over in Brooklyn, and uh, listen, we've been we've been racking our brains. If you guys could come up with one, 
by all means, uh, give us a shout or hit us on a Twitter. I cannot think of another New York team or, frankly, let's be honest, any team in the history of sports, uh, modern era or beyond, that had guys like Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. I got one. And had such little success. Forget even about not winning a championship. Right. I mean, not advancing past the first or the so second that, round. The problem with my example is they got to the finals. Okay. So they've already destroyed it. And the, the team prior what had sport? won. What's No, basketball. Because I think basketball is the only uh, one that's got, really comparable. So I to figure it out, yeah? Yeah, like they had an immense so they, amount of talent. They yeah. won a championship? Previ- a previous incarnation to a degree. All yeah. right, so this team, basketball, they got to a finals and they lost. But the talent was stupid. Yes, and I got two examples. I have a second one as well. It's all basketball because I do think, Craig, in fairness to the discussion, yeah. baseball, football, it's such a tough thing to compare because you're I not mean, as reliant on just three great players or two great you're players. You're not going to go based on a single year like where Golden State won 73 games. No. And didn't, okay, okay. No. Just checking. And also the like the Eagles dream team. Remember the whole dream team thing with Vince Young? Yes. Really? It wasn't right. It, it wasn't. wasn't. It's football. It it's a different a sport. Dream team, right. So I got two basketball teams of the relatively recent era that I would try to throw up You're going to try to sell me on something. And I failed, by the way. I admit I, who's the guy? The team that didn't win is Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Oklahoma City. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. No, they they got to a finals. Yeah. They lost in their one finals they got to. Yep. yep. And then obviously Harden was traded. Durant left them after they blew the 3-1 and lead. By the way, no, I think that's a great example. No secret, it's the same guys. Yeah. Well, right? Two of the three. Just saying. Same dudes. Same. Right? Is that a fair example? I, I think it's a great example. Obviously you. much younger, early on in their careers, but they became rock stars. So here's the other one. The 2004 Los Angeles Lakers, the Lakers who lost in the finals Kobe, to the Pistons. Nash. No, 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 not. I, I didn't even. That's a good one too. But no, I was thinking more when they added uh, Gary Payton and Karl Malone. Yeah, I don't count that one because those guys won. were on the on death's door. Oh God! I think if you want to give me the Kobe Nash, yeah, uh, Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard team, one, that's a good one too. I think that's a better example. But yeah. Kobe was on death's door too in terms of. And I, I shouldn't have said. I apologize. No, no, we, you we man. Yeah, no, just based it. on what you were saying, as yeah. far as aging careers, no one's taking a person. Uh, and Steve Nash too. Like Steve Nash was old. So doesn't that kind of fit the yeah, same thing? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, a lot of people talk about Malone and Payton, but they, I mean, they were so done. No, I think it's the Thunder then is the best example. I, the Thunder is the best example because it's got two of the same three guys. Well, and also they, right? they were in their pr- more of their prime, you could argue. They well, were they younger. Didn't, they didn't have any mileage on them at all. Specifically Russ, who's a different guy now. He's a buyout candidate. Now he, Russell Westbrook's being compared to a vampire by ESPN sources. That That's how bad he was in the Laker locker room. So I would say the Thunder. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't think... You know, we're now going to start coming up with crap, you know, to throw guys that are easy targets. Russell Westbrook's most likely going to the Hall of Fame, all right? And Russell Westbrook, to his credit, this particular year became a very good off-the-bench player for them. He's had a good year. You know, we can talk about him throwing up bricks and all that all you want. If you actually watch basketball, and I think you'd agree with me on this, Russell Westbrook was not their biggest problem. He accepted the role off Russell, the bench and played well. Russell Westbrook is dealing with the fact that he's not what he was. 100%. And because of that, he's being You agree judged. with me that he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah. 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 He's a Hall of Famer. Like, to me now, what's interesting about Russell Westbrook, if you buy that Utah is in a position that, that from jump, they wanted Wamba Yamba. Now, they played a lot better than anybody thought they would, them included. And they've got some really good young talent, a boatload of money, and a lot of draft picks coming up. You buy Russell Westbrook out. And now he goes anywhere but the Lakers. Yeah, and also I think that the leak of calling him a vampire came from the head coach that also leaked a story to Adrian Wojnarowski about how they got into a fight yes. during the game where LeBron broke the record. Yes. Where he didn't what? want to come out, blah, blah, blah. 
One thing I've learned about the NBA over the last few years is that Adrian Wojnarowski specifically, and a lot of these other reporters, have such obvious agendas. He's also very close with LeBron. Like, who, who are we talking about? Woj. Here? Oh, Woj. Okay. Adrian Wojnarowski was talking for Sean Marks for weeks. He did it last year with Harden. He did yep. it this year with Durant. And it's obvious. And so these reporters have such obvious but agendas. I, I will say this about you know Woj and Shams when it comes to the NBA. They embarrass beat, beat writers. Well, they not, break not, all the Not stories, just yeah. in New York, in every market. Because, and I've had this job, so I know what I'm talking about. If you're a beat reporter for a team, I don't care what that team is, I don't care what market you're in, and you get outsourced and beaten to every single story by a national guy who is rarely ever in the physical vicinity of a guy that plays for the team that you cover, you're an embarrassment. You're a clown. But that's everybody, Craig. Then they're all clowns. Like, is there any beat reporter? How do you not break a story involving the team that you travel with? I think it's because Woj has GMs on speed dial. Okay, but if you're really good at what you do as a reporter, you do too. Yeah. And we have not had a story broken in this town when it came to basketball since Frank Isola used to break stories but it's not just, covering the Knicks. My only defense of them is that that's it's not Frank's my guy. But it's not just New York. It's everywhere. Like, Woj and Shams break everything. Right. I'm saying that's why right. I'm not picking any particular team or paper or reporter. I, it's a nameless thing. Like, you know, when I covered the Philadelphia Eagles and traveled with them or covered the Cleveland Browns way back in the day, I didn't break every story, but I broke a lot of big ones right. because you foster relationships. You're there in front of them every single day. You don't helicopter in on a cell phone. No, I got you. Like, I would be embarrassed if a team that I covered uh, had every breaking story go to a national reporter. And I give Shams and Woj credit. They've cultivated relationships where people go to them and trust them. Mostly players to Shams and executives I, yeah, to Woj. I'm, I'm mixed about that. You're right. And they end up getting all the stories, but at what cost? They sell their soul while they do it. At what cost? They both make uh, five-plus million dollars a year. I get it, but no integrity. Not bad. Any bad. Integrity doesn't matter. And maybe that's the case. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I'm naive. I don't know. But when I see... These two guys, for various causes, basically do the bidding of agents or the bidding of the general managers. Right. That's like, the cost of doing business, I guess. Okay. And if that's if that's I okay. I mean, Schefter I'll, famously, right, with Washington. Schefter's a part of it, too. Yeah. But it's obvious that that's what's going on. You see right through it. Yes, you do. You know one guy's a player guy, one guy's a team guy. Yeah. A lot of a lot of times, right? But I will say this. God bless him, because I, I, we all live by it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it ain't official to one of those two guys says it. Yeah. I wonder if they like each other. You think they like each other? Like they're both like, dude, I'm making six million a year. You're making eight. If I'm not, aren't we the greatest guys in the world? Something if, like that. If I'm not mistaken, I think Woj like train shams. Like they work together. I believe so too. I think at Yahoo, if I, I think is when they were together. And so Woj was the guy who kind of brought shams. He's in like the, the world, mentor. Yeah, his mentor. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. I wouldn't know that. Reference. Oh, sorry, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Train and, yeah, you train your Jedi, and then he becomes more powerful. I don't know you. that. Yeah. <laughs> he becomes more powerful. I saw the first one when I was seven. Well, it's not yeah. the first one, but... And then I haven't seen another one since. It's the fourth one, but it's the first movie. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. It's, the, uh, it's the fourth, it's fourth episode, episode of the story, but it was the first movie. Released. Yeah. I know. Chronologically, I know. They started with four. They started with four, five, and six, then went back and did one, two, three, and then did seven, yeah. eight, nine. The prequels were horrible. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three. Yeah, I know.
Young Anakin Skywalker. Don't act like you know what the hell they're talking about. No, no, I don't, and that's my point. Like, <laughs> I don't know much. This I just know, one the, area, I know the order. This is one area where me and you can bond. Star Wars <laughs> sucks, and it makes no sense why you guys are fascinated by this. Yeah, so it's one thing we can actually. I'm, you know, I'm letting now, you know. You brought it. Came up. I did see the original one, but I was like seven. Right. But like, the original one, Craig, was the fourth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a new hope. It's the first movie, but it's the fourth. In the story yeah, that's line. where I'm struggling. <laughs> uh, they decided to you know show what, us the you know fourth. You I just first. learned the other day that the phrase "Luke, you are my father" is I, never Luke, uttered in the movie. Never. That, that's become what's that called? Uh, Mandela effect. That's the Mandela effect. Yes. What do you mean it was never uttered in like, the movie? Like we every one of us at some point or another has gone. Luke, you are my father. I am. No, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. I've seen the movie before. He's never. He, that phrase is never. It doesn't of, happen. Of course it does. No, it doesn't. Right? It's a similar thing. But it doesn't happen. It's wait, wait, never so, said. So what's said in the movie? So he goes, you know, Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. And he goes, he told me enough. He told me you killed him. And then Darth Vader goes, No, I am your father. It's no, I am your father, oh, not Luke. That's the same. I am your that's father. The same no, it's thing. not. It's totally different. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. like the lines never said. No, in any no. Capacity. He says, "I am your father." Luke, I am your father. And no is before that. Oh no, I am your father. Oh, Yes, us butchering a line. Yeah, is, no, that's know. not. I'm with Evan on that one. That's not the Mandela effect. Many think it the is. The Mandela effect is. Uh, have you ever eaten Jiffy peanut butter? Mm. No, because it doesn't exist. Right. That's the. That's the, or the, uh, the. I think the most famous one is everyone thinks Ed McMahon had something to do with publishing Clearinghouse. The the. Well, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He's the guy that showed up at your door. You no, it was Ed, Ed McMahon had nothing to do with it. That's the Mandela effect. Mm -mm. I'm gonna. I'm looking. <laughs> I, I saw a thing one. on it. Yeah. Well, you saw what on it? A thing on like that. Everyone believes that Ed McMahon had something to do with it, and he was never involved. Um. Publishers Clearinghouse, right? Hold on a second. Google here. Ed McMahon Publishing. I am, I am, I am, I am. I got it. So many Americans think they remember entertainer Ed McMahon working for Publishers Clearinghouse. Yes. Um, he was not. Oh, he was a spokesperson for American Family Publishers. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, I would have thought it was Publishers Clearinghouse. See? That's the no, Mandela yeah, effect. You even thought he showed up at people's houses with yeah. a check. That's yeah. what you just said. I thought he did, too. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Like the PCH Prize Patrol, right? I could have sworn I got <laughs> mail that was from the publishing publishing clearance house with his face on it. Yeah. I, I would have bet any amount of money. So basically, but apparently not. Basically, American Family Publishers was a mirror company to PCH. Same exact thing, just different name. So he did it. But when publishers became the more popular one, people then associated Ed McMahon with it because he was a household name. There you go. Now, Mandela effect and butterfly effect are two very different things. So I'll make sure we got that right. Okay? You, the butterfly effect is something else happens than what really happened. And look at all the things that wouldn't have yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that, that if, a, if a butterfly flaps his wings, then there's a tsunami. There's somewhere a chain in the world. reaction yeah, around the world that yes. changes all course of events. Yes, yeah, yes. much like Carlos Beltran ripping a double up the alley or butterfly Durant hitting effect. a three. It's all a butterfly effect. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. By the way, interesting reporting from Shams because he gets it from the players on why he's in Phoenix. Apparently, when the Nets... I thought he was dating Kay Adams. <laughs> Who, Shams? Yeah. That's coming. Remember, he shot his shot. The I know he did. I what, did ask her about that. What did she say about She him? left. <laughs> so that's no answer. Well, I mean, she left. 
But that's not an answer. Ha, 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 like that. Oh, that was it? Was it like a happy laugh or a well, you're annoying I mean, laugh? she and I are very close. She left. So it was a laugh via text? <laughs> was it an LOL or a ha-ha? No. Ha, 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 ha. How many ha-has? You want me to check for real? Yeah. All right. I think it's very important. Is right. it just two ha-has or is it like 12 ha-has? She went line one, ha, 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 ha. Wow. Line two, ha, 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 ha. Wow, that's a lot of haws. That's a, that's a good job. That's a lot of haws. That's, that's not an LOL. She invested no. in the yep. haws, Craig. Yeah, that's a lot of haws. <laughs> yeah. It's more haws than I've ever gotten. I usually just get Aaron Boone's fist. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah. He's lazy. He gives you one fist and calls it a day. Right? She gave you 12 ha-has. I got a lot of ha-has out of her. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm dying to play her in uh, beer pong now. Yeah, that's her thing. I'll beat her ass in beer pong. Great beer pong. Yeah, you're great at everything. No, I'm really not, though. <laughs> uh, amazing. You think that I might be, but I'm not. <laughs> Listening to you, I think you are. I just hang out with people that aren't as good as me at things. It makes ah, me feel better. That's the so that's like a Mandela effect. That Bang. we all think that you're you good. You guys all think I'm good at certain things. I'm not. I just yeah. hang out with people that aren't as good. Right. It's like the old uh, Thornton Mellon thing. If you want to look skinny, hang around fat people. <laughs> he, happened to be, he happens to be right. Speaking of which, I saw Vinny the Taylor yesterday, Thin Man. Yeah. And... Uh, he is, uh... Suits coming along? Um, I don't want to tell you exactly what he said to me. Was there enough room in the factory for it? Uh, I don't want to tell you exactly okay. what he said to me, but he did say, you are very thick. Not fat. He said, you're thick. Yeah, well, I'm thick on it. Listen. Yeah. Again. He said, you the, are the thick. The award. Yeah. I'm thick. And uh, they're cutting the, uh, the, I guess it's called the first cut of the fabric, and uh, be in two weeks, he's coming in for you to try it on. And Fantastic. then he'll alter it and all that. Awesome. That was my holiday gift to you. I right. hope you wear it to things sure. beyond funerals. Well, I would hope. <laughs> I would hope. And I want to thank my friends at Michael Ross Commons in Jersey. They brought us uh, their Super Bowl wings today. Very nice. And Shepherd's Pie, they're making 13,000 wings on Sunday alone for the wow, Super Bowl. Wow. Remember, it wasn't that long ago we had a wing shortage. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, yes, and the prices were ridiculous. Uh, Ian Begley reports uh, on Zach Levine. The Knicks communicated to someone earlier this afternoon that trading for Levine was highly unlikely to happen. Well, now it's 3.03. So unless things are coming in before the buzzer, yes. the deadline has passed. So here's the interesting thing about Durant. When he demanded a trade during the summer, one of the things the Nets did to get him to recommit, according to Shams, was they made him a promise. They said, Kevin, recommit. If things go south, we promise you we will trade you specifically to the Phoenix Suns. Where you want to go. Where you want to go. Which is the exact so, opposite of the story that when it came to Kyrie, right. we will specifically not trade you Correct. to where you want to so go. So things go south. Kyrie Irving demands a trade. Nets right. capitulate. They trade him. That was deemed south enough for Kevin. And so the Nets were true to their word and traded him to Phoenix. What would annoy me, Craig, mm -hmm. is if I ever found out what the other offers could have been. Because that's the only way so I'd be that, annoyed. In other words, they didn't get the best offer they could have gotten. I don't know. We will never know. Maybe. I don't know. What I also heard is that the Nets asked for this package during the offseason. They said, we want Cam Johnson. Right. We want Mikael Bridges. We want four number ones. And Phoenix said no. So the Suns obviously moved on what they were willing to do. They have a brand new owner, like you mentioned. Yep. So I don't know if there was a better offer out there. It kind of annoys me that they didn't find out. Right. Because that's that'd be the way, Craig. Yeah. I tell you if I'm annoyed or not. Is that the best offer? Right. Or is it not the it's best? It's kind of like the thing that if the Lakers had made the best offer, which they did not, uh, you'd be pissed if the owner was spiteful. 
in not trading him. I will say this now, and you could kind of go back in time. We didn't have the luxury of knowing this, obviously, three, four days ago. But it now changes the specter a little bit of them not considering the Lakers offer more. Yes, because they're rebuilding. The Lakers offer was two first-round draft picks unprotected. Right. Uh, and obviously, Russell Westbrook got his expiring contract. Well, when they said no to that trade, and they did the trade they did to get Finney Smith and to get uh, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Don't ever forget his name again. I, that's I a team you. that's not rebuilding. That's a team that's not trading that's Kevin Durant. That's a team that's saying, hey, we're retooling around Kevin Durant. But here's the weird thing. The Nets can't lose. And what well, I mean by me that is this, they though. don't have their own picks. They have other teams' picks. So, let me ask so you losing this. benefits them in no way. Let me ask you this, though. If you knew that they were going to trade Durant to Phoenix... And the Laker trade didn't, uh, the Laker offer was what it was. Two first-run unprotected picks and Russell Westbrook. And now you know exactly what you did get. Seven for one, essentially, mm -hmm. for Durant. Would you have rather had the Laker deal? I'd rather have done the Dallas deal. I right. stand by it because yeah. the Nets can't go full tank. That's not an option here. Because they don't own the rights to any of their picks. They're pick swaps, and then they're picks that are going to Houston. So I can't just take the team apart, collect as many picks as I can, and then I have my own. So I have to try to win. Right. I have to try to do something. At least be competitive. I know they're not winning a championship, but be competitive. Because there's no benefit to losing. Like, if things went right. haywire for the Knicks, you at least know, hey, I got my pick. I've got my own pick. The Nets don't have that. Right. Now, they have swaps with Houston, so as long as Houston's bad, the swaps may not be bad. Right. As long as Houston remains bad, the swaps aren't bad. But next year in 2024 and in 2026, they don't have their picks. No, I, so you, you have to maintain some form of competitiveness because there's no benefit to being bad. And what's bad. crazy is that the Nets have like 25 picks in the next four or five years. They're loaded up on picks, but it's not their own. Correct. That is correct. It's so here's what, previous trades. Here's what they're banking on. Luka Doncic leaves Dallas after 2028. And the 2029 pick is a lottery ticket, and things go bad in Phoenix. Well, because think about this. Devin Booker's injury-prone. Chris Paul is a fossil. And Kevin Durant, I, I, listen, I appreciate what Kevin did here. I don't want to badmouth him on the way out. Kevin Durant was injury-prone. I even said that. Yeah. If things go bad health-wise for Phoenix, that think, could benefit the I think the you have one other issue that we'll discuss more in depth after the break, and it's this. The Brooklyn franchise is now being deemed cancerous. Uh, by Kyrie, possibly by Durant as well. And if you're now a stud player like Luka, let's say, in a few years, who now can pick where he goes, I don't know why you'd pick Brooklyn, knowing that they had three superstars who all wanted out and got out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. When it comes to family vacations, there are a million different trips you can take. You can get your own... ...trip to Texas. Or if you prefer a vacation from your family, you can always get your own... ...leave the kids with grandma... ...trip to Texas. So go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Yours. 